podcast our purpose is to positively building men both young and seasoned our goal is to positively impact the lives of men and the effects that impact has on their lives families and communities as a man thinks wants to leave a legacy that will last a lifetime get ready to be encouraged engaged and challenged in this podcast you would expect to know what men go through hear us laugh cry share our personal challenges in this walk of life as a man thinks. Welcome back to As a Man Thinks. I am Deshaun, Vice President of As a Man Thinks. Hey, Courtney, President of As a Man Thinks. Kyrie Treasurer, As a Man Thinks. So welcome back, y'all. We uh, appreciate the comments we got. We saw a lot of comments from our last podcast that we spoke about, you know, broken men versus, you know, building up stronger children. This time, though, we actually want to just talk about what's important. What are those things that's important to you? Or what are those things that's perceived to be important? So I'm going to open it up to my fellas, see what's important to them. I don't know, man. I think every single day, uh, things that used to be important or, or things that I think, let me not even say used to be, things that I think that is important, I'm starting to feel like it ain't that important. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think you strive to, you know, be successful and, you know, all these different things, man. But as I as I look out there, man, and there's one thing that has tuned my uh, focus is all the death that I've had. Death has something that's very unique about it, that it creates a perspective. Like, you might perceive one way of thinking that you need to reach certain goals in your life, but then when people that you love start leaving, it's like, dude, I ain't even tell that man, or I ain't tell that woman how much I love them and I need them and, you know, but I'm sitting here focused on, you know, flipping some burgers. So I'm sitting here focused on how I'm gonna get, you know, that next M. Like, it's, it's ridiculous, man, it's ridiculous. And I, it's hurtful. Like I was telling my, my boy here, and I was like, this day, I was like, yo, I, I, I'm hurt, you know? And when you hurt and you broken inside, money don't fix that. Going on a trip don't fix that, you know? Uh, only person that can fix it is God. Man. I think he really gets your perspective of what's important. Yep, like me and Courtney was uh, chatting it up, and um, he has had death in the past, and um, I'm, I've been close to death uh, for a while now um, with family dying, and uh, it does make you think. It does make you put a lot of things in perspective uh, as to what you once thought was truly important or what you perceive as important, like what he said, like, um, I need to go to work or or just time. I mean, a lot of people think that we just have time. And for me, as the people in my lives have passed on, I'm realizing more and more that time is something that you can't get back. I can go to work and make some money 
I can get that whenever I want it. But this time, I can't go back and recoup that time if somebody else passed on. The only thing I'm left with is I wish I had a spent time. And at the time, I thought what I was doing was more important than what I should have been doing. Like, me and my wife had a conversation of, you know, like all last year, I, you know, stayed home with the kids while they were sick. And, you know, when, you know, when a, a person is sick, and I, and I know that my mama just passed, when, when most children are sick, they're looking for the person that's the nurturer, which is in most cases in most families, is the mom. Somebody that's going to nurture the child, that's going to cater to what they need. Um, me as a dad, I'll do what I can, but I'm not as, as nurturing as mom. You know, it's not that I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing or what I feel like is right. It's just I'm not mom. And so what we realize is by me losing my mom and all the conversation and stuff that I had with my mom, I was able to reach out and talk to her. And so <clears throat> we thought that her being at work because she was trying to do what she needed to do, which is important, but was it more important than being at home with your child who's sick, who's asking about you, who needs you? You're you're that child's mother. Is it is it more important than that? So I think sometimes we really just need to take a step back and really look at what's important. The things we see on TV, yeah, it's nice, but is it important? Because if your mom passed away like my mom passed, yeah, I would I give anything to just be able to have that time that maybe I miss to just cherish or just go out of town or just do certain things. But guess what? There's no job I can go get that's gonna bring my mama back. And then I can I can start over and say, well, okay, I'm gonna take this time to do this because it's not gonna happen. So I think as as a person, you really need to dig deep and really understand like what's important and what's not important. Wow, yeah. So I jokingly get called the one that's the most serious. I think that's gonna be Kyrie today. So yeah. uh, now this is a very uh very, very, very heavy subject, but also is one that, you know, it, just hearing you all talk about that really makes me think. You know, I do something with my boys. I think I told you we call it Sunday. We used to do it on Sundays. Now we do it on Wednesdays. But we were talking, and I enjoy it because it does give me a chance to be able to, you know, spend time with them. The reason I started is because, you know, with some health challenges I was going through, I always thought, well, what, what if this is the last year I have with my children? What if this happened in the last year? What would they reflect on? And I want them to be able to say, well, I remember spending those Wednesdays or those days with my dad and learning this and that. And I would challenge you all the same thing, but my oldest son, Deshaun, said something. He said the most valuable commodity is time. The thing that you can't get back, the thing that we take for granted is time. You know, we, we don't realize the things that we do. You know, when I hear my daughter talk about how much I work, I make sure that when she comes home, I'm available for her. Therefore, she comes upstairs and even say hi to me, and hug me, tell me how her day went. Um, because no matter what I got going on, she's the most important thing in that moment. That's what our family needs to know. And no matter what else is going on, they matter more than anything else. Because like you know, your job, something happens to you, they'll mourn you for a day or two, but after that, they're going to move on. Whoever's next in position is going to take your position, they'll move on and you'll be gone. Your family's left to mourn for longer. So 
But yeah, I, I think it's time. And that's a question I put out to y'all. What do y'all want? If if this was your last year, if you knew you had one year left, what would you do differently? Would you spend more time with your children? Would you spend more time with your family? Would you, you know, do those things that you've been wanting to do that you don't do? Trips, vacations, whatever it is. What what does that look like? Yeah. I mean, I thought about this today. And you know, uh, and I'm just like my perception, what I perceive or think I need, it's nothing compared to, you know, the time that I have with my family, the time that I have to be able to spend time, you know, because, you know, losing, I went through a year where I lost my dad, my cousin, my aunt, my uncle, like it was five different deaths back to back in one year. Five people that impact my life, five people that I love greatly, five people that I would talk to regularly. And now just gone. And I, <laughs> it's it's crazy because even like today, you know, I, I was just broken, you know, and Super emotional, a lot of tears, a lot of heartache just around. Man, I wish I shoulda, coulda, woulda. Man, I wish I could've, you know, spent more time, or I wish I could've, you know, told them how much I loved them. And then I think about my current family, and I'm like, I instantly today hopped on the phone, I sent a message to both of my brothers, I sent a message to my sister, and I wanted them to understand how much I love them. And I wanted them to understand that a lot of times we focus on so many things when we should focus on what matters the most, and that's our relationship and our time spent together. Because there will come a time. There, I don't know if it's today. I don't know if it's tomorrow. I don't know if it's next week. I don't know if it's next year. I don't know if it's, you know, 50 years from now, but there will come a time where one of us will no longer exist. Like, because you can't beat death. You can't get around it. We all are living every single day to die. Every day that we wake up is one more day closer to our day, where it's our time, you know? And we don't even know how soon it is. And that's the thing that is just like, I just need to make every day count. That's where I'm at right now. Huh. So I'm at a, a lot of different places. So um, I mean, recently, I mean, last year I've shared with you guys that, you know, my mom died. And um, what I thought I had, Obviously, it was time. Um, my my wife just recently lost her her brother, um, and what she thought she had was time. So, I mean, I think all three of us have really spoken about time and how important it is. It doesn't mean that what you do. Obviously, you got to pay the bills. You have to pay the bills. But I think that you us 
me, I know for myself, I just really am getting to the point where I'm, I'm looking at it um, with a different lens, and I'm going to do what I can to make sure that I'm putting what I know to be important to the forefront of what I used to think was important. So um, as I share with my brothers, like my mom was was everything to me. Um, I lost my dad. I lost my dad at a at a young age when I was thirteen, and so all I had was my mom. And so my mom to be taken away from me, put me in a spot where I didn't really know. I didn't really know how I was gonna do it, but. Um, I pushed through. I still have my days. And when I went to Alabama, just to know that the things that I've shared with certain people and, and everything that's went on in my mind with, with that little situation, to know that people didn't even think it was important to get a headstone after getting money. That let me know that she was important to me, but maybe not as important to other people. Um, but um, I was in a place to where I felt as though I was gonna make a bad decision. Um, the person wasn't around, which gave me time to revamp what I was thinking and not be selfish because had I reacted how I wanted to act, um, and maybe I would have taken myself out of, out of place for my family to be able to spend that time, which would have been selfish. I wouldn't have been able to be, you know, what I needed to be to my kids. And essentially, like what Courtney said is, I mean, we live to die. So I was going to die in jail, and that wasn't where I was supposed to be. So I'm going to make sure that I take the time to put into my family, my friends, not so much the material things and just spend that quality time, something that I know for a fact I'll never be able to get back because nobody knows. And I know a lot of people use this, uh, uh, well, I do it tomorrow or next week or what you think about next month or just whenever. It's always, we, we pushing it off. Why push off something that you can do today for tomorrow? Because you're not promised tomorrow. You're not promised the next hour, the next minute. So what I'm going to do for me is I'm going to try to get, unless, you know, obviously it makes sense and I'm going to say tomorrow because obviously I really can't do it until tomorrow. If I can do it then, I'm going to put my best foot forward to make sure that I can do it then because I don't want the, I wish I had, or I should have, or I could have. I want to know that I was present in that moment and did what I could do when I could do it. Because depending on who I'm doing it for, what, what if they're not here tomorrow? It don't have to be me. They could be gone tomorrow. And so tomorrow never comes because it's always tomorrow. So I'm going to challenge you guys to, Try to not use tomorrow if it's something that you can do today. 
not obviously again there's reasons and as to why you can't do certain things but let's try to stop putting things off especially with the ones that mean the most to you uh let's try to stop putting stuff off for tomorrow especially if you can do it today because because you'll feel like it is really not an excuse oh i'm tired oh i don't really feel like it we'll just do it tomorrow no get up and do whatever it is if your kid want to throw the ball don't tell me you're going to do it tomorrow. Get up and go throw the ball because who knows? Your kid can not be there tomorrow. And then you're going to sit up and have regret about, man, I sure wish I had got up off that sofa and stopped watching the game and threw the ball with my child. But instead, I felt as though the game at that time was more important and that tomorrow was going to be it. Yeah, I mean, Deshaun said something. And he's uh, spot on. Said, you know, the job that you work, something happened to you. Within a couple of days, they'll have your replacement. And we spend a lot of times, you know, building wealth for people and working very hard for people. And at the end of the day, we neglect a lot of things with our family. There's plenty of football games, plenty of volleyball games, plenty of games in general that I miss due to work. I think moving forward, I'm looking for more of a, a balance. And when I'm looking at this balance, I'm looking at the fact of what's most important. Yes, Kyrie said, we got to make money. We got to be able to provide. It's very important. Okay. But you know what else is important? My son looking up in the stands and seeing his father move him on. My daughter sitting out there on the court playing volleyball, seeing her father move her on. That's important for them. That's important for their future. That's important for their being able to empower them to know that we got their back and we support them. So my entire thing of my evaluation of myself and the things I need to do, something's got to change. Yeah, no, I agree. And believe me, y'all, I've, I've been somebody that's worked hard my whole life. And I've worked hard for others my whole life. And I take pride in it. I tell a lot of people I come from two parents who work hard. So I'm literally birthed into working hard. But it's true. You have a responsibility. Your responsibility is your children, not that job. Responsibility you have at your job matters. I've learned this thing now, and I've stopped saying I'm going to be balanced. I learned this thing where I said, I'm gonna be present in whatever I'm doing. So if I'm working, I'll be present at work. But when I'm done working, I'm trying to be present in my kid's life. Well, if it's a, you know, a football game, or if it's a, you know, my son does esports, if he's got something going on, robotics, whatever it is, and I can be there, I can be present, I wanna be present. I wanna be present in those situations. I wanna be present so that they know and they know that I'm there or not. And I could, you know, I could be at work doing those things, but they know that. You're just physically there, but you're not there. You know, I heard it said, and Courtney made it a clear point of, we are born every day to die. We're born, we're literally getting closer to our death. Think of time, right? We're 80 years, maybe 100 years if we're good, maybe 80 years if we're good, who hopefully knows how long we live. Think of your time in the, in the matter of eternity. They say we're like dust in the wind. Like our time is gone. We're here for just a little while. What do you do with that dash? So they say everybody knows their birthday. 
nobody knows their death date. But that dash in the middle, what do you do with that dash? What do you make of your dash? What foundation are you building with your dash? What journeys are you building during that dash? Your children matter. Your, your wife, your children, whatever, they matter. What are you building with that time that matters outside of anything else? Nothing else matters. They can be work. Look, we love as a man thinks, but it has its place. As a man thinks, has its place. We love this podcast. We love speaking with y'all. But we understand that we have to be committed. We have things in place so that we have time towards business, things towards time for profit, but also that we make time for our families and loved ones because they're really what matters. But, you know, where do you find that, that balance? Where do you find yourself in the present? How do you do it? Because that's hard. A lot of things are easier said than done. How do you do that? I mean, I think it's tough, man, because we know that when you work certain jobs, they have the expectation of job first, family second. No matter how much they tell you, oh, we are a, a, a business about uh, the culture. We are a business about family. You know, we want to make sure that you're taken care. We want to make sure your family is good. But go and tell that same company, hey, I need two months off and I want you to pay me because I'm going to take my family on a vacation for two months. And I just want to spend time with them and see what happens with that family first. See if you come back within two months and you're still employed. Because they're going to first say, well, business is first. And the reason why you're able to go take that trip is because we're paying you. So we need you to take one week vacation and be ready to come back to work and put forth the energy. But come on, man, like on a, a week vacation, that's nothing. You can't really get rest. You can't really be injuvenated. You can't really spend the time that you need to spend with your family in one week. By the time you come back from vacation, you're exhausted from the vacation. So trust and believe, fellas, women. These companies will work you till they can't work you no more. And I'm not telling you to quit your job. I'm just telling you that along with us, we have to evaluate when it's time to say, hey, okay, job, I've given you 40 hours this week. Let me get 10 hours to my family. And yes, that's still not even balanced because I'm only giving 10 to them and I gave 40. We only got 24 hours in a day. And 10 to 12 of those hours is with a job. And then if I come and try to get at least six hours of sleep, how many hours is left for my family? Six, five? I mean, there, it will never be balanced. But we, we as a people, y'all, we got to figure it out because I'm telling you right now that our families are lacking because we're not present. Um, I think 
um, the way to go about it. And, and again, I'm not saying that do nothing crazy. Obviously, don't go quit your job, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, like Courtney said, you just have to find that that fine line that that's what's important for you. Um, and if your family is important to you, then I know a lot of times we get in our own way. So we just start thinking and overthinking and this and that. And I think you just have to do um in in and and regardless of what the repercussion is after that, I think you just have to do it. So if if your child is sick and they have to be home for a week and you know, say you single, you don't have nobody to share those duties with. Your child needs you. The child don't understand, you just gonna have to pray about it and make sure that you take care of that child. Because in my opinion, your child comes first. That job, you can go get another one. And guess what? If you're that valuable to that company, they can't really afford to lose you like that. They can replace the body, but they can't replace who you are as as a whole. That's like Courtney in his position. If Courtney take a two-month vacation, yeah, he might not come back to a job, but there's not going to be nobody else that's going to replace him. And eventually they'll reach back out. When they fire, when they fire you though, call Kyrie. I'm gonna say, <laughs> Kyrie got you when they fire you. Okay, I don't when they you. fire you. Wait, wait. No, no, you got them. Got you. you got them when they fire you. Okay, when they fire you. No, nah, look. By the end of this podcast, I'm gonna put his phone number on here. <laughs> Y'all just call him. Hey, look. At the end of the day, I mean, I just, I just do. I did it last year. Again, they, they, my kids. Nobody else had the kids. I had the kids. At the end of the day, if your child's sick or whatever, if you sick, don't go to that job. Again, like Courtney said, you're going to make that job some money, and they mad that you can't come in and make them some money. Oh, well, it's, it's, it's tough. It's life. If I'm sick, child's sick, if something's going on, I'm not going to do nothing stupid. Like I'm not going to put in for a month vacation. Hope I get paid. But if it's something reasonable, and if if my job can't think enough of my family, maybe I don't need to be with them. I mean, it is, it is what it is. Like, if if I come to you with poop and say, here, here's what my child has, or here's what I have, and the doctor says that I need to be out this and that because I need to take A, B, and C, and you tell me, oh, no, I, you want salary. I don't think you can. Oh, well, hey, you know what? I'm going to be out, and then you do whatever it is you're going to do. I mean, I think we get scared, but I think we just gotta just we just gotta just do it. I mean, if, again, if that job care that much about you, they understand. So for me, and maybe not just a job, but just anything that you're doing, you know, what is important to you, and then you just gotta just do. Um, yeah, I, I think also what is important to you is again being honest to yourself. We have jobs sometimes that don't even require us to be as involved as we are. It's just us. Yeah. We are hard workers and want to get things done and we overindulge in things that sometimes we don't need to. Sometimes, especially as managers, you know, we've been managers and as managers, you know, the right manager can empower their people to be more effective. If you're an effective manager, then you've empowered the people to be effective. But you don't need to be as involved. But sometimes we do. Um, so for me, again, I, 
I don't believe in balance. Courtney just broke down the numbers for you. You're spending 40, I'm doing 70 hours at work. 70 hours. And I'm I work from home, so I'm not traveling, not commuting, so I kind of justified off of that. But still, that's still 70 hours, usually on six days a week that I'm working a job, 10 plus hours that I dedicate. And I, I got the flexibility. I can work on and off. I don't have to be present as much, so I make time. But again, you, there's no way you can have balance. So for me, What's important is I'm present in those areas I need to be present at. I got a daughter that's getting ready to start soccer this week. I got a son that's in band. I got another son that's getting his license. They all, I got a wife who needs time. All of those things require me to be present when I need to be present. So I, I can't even give everybody the time. I just won't engage. But when I'm present, I'm present. Another thing I challenge us too with is knowing your love language, right? What I mean is, so my wife and I talk all the time about our children and what is their love language. Like I know my son Deshaun, his love language is time. He just likes time. He likes spending time with his friends, likes spending time with his family, he likes to go be involved. It's time. So time is given. My wife is time. I think my son Andrew is he ain't affectionate at all. He ain't you know, want nobody even touch him. I think Andrew is probably maybe gifts. I'm not sure. We're still trying to figure it out. But know your children, know your family, know your wives. Know your family's love language. And by knowing that love language, you can know how to dedicate that time that you have with them for Because again, balance, I don't know if it's true. What we can do is just be we're present in those situations that we have to be present in, just be the most effective in those situations that have a greater impact. So, but Kyrie, uh, if y'all have any more thoughts, how can they get in, 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 in tune with us? How can they get connected to us? Hey, reach out, go to the website, asamanthinks.org. You can definitely view us here on YouTube again. Like, share, and subscribe. Please do not just hold us to yourselves. We need to get that count up. So definitely, you can on Spotify, Captivate, all of that. So definitely tune in and let us know what you think. Definitely leave the comments. That drives the show. You guys are why we do what we do. So definitely keep on giving us the feedback. We'll keep on bringing you shows. Love the video, great, but check out Spotify. Spotify is excellent. I love listening to the podcast from here. Get to hear our intro and outro and hear that that, that guy is showing how great he does. But as a man thinks, y'all, we're out. Peace. As a man thinks, to learn how to get connected, support our mission, and become legacy-driven, visit our website, asamanthinks.org, or you can scan our QR code to get connected to our chat. You can also email us at partners at asamanthinks.org. Either way, get connected, be of support, be a legacy-driven, as a man thinks.